that was that was their night. That was their wedding night. That's what mm-hmm. this guy looked like. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think a lot of times in photography, we are so focused on uh, perfection. We're so focused on like technically perfect. Are the highlights not blown out? Like this composition. Uh, we're so right. used to people like critiquing our images where it's like, well, if you made her arm here, it would have been like a little less blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? And it's like, just, uh-huh. fuck, just post it, just post it. Like, can we start yeah. embracing imperfections? Like, you know, our whole world, the, the beauty industry really needs to start, you know, embracing imperfections. There, there's a lot of, you know, like us as humans, there's a really big mm. movement going out, going on right now where it's like, we're not perfect and that's cool. And I right. think our, our industry is a little late to that, to that lesson. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Hey y'all, today on the podcast, I have my friend Sophia Catherine with me and we're diving into all the things about night photos and astrophotography portraits, getting into some of the gear and how, why you should just get out there and do it. We even talk about learning when you should say no in business and in life, which is super important. Um, Sophia is based in Alberta, Calgary in Canada. This conversation is super interesting if you've ever wanted to take photos at night with the stars. And Sophia brings some great topics to think about for any entrepreneur. Astrophotography portraits are not something that you see very often. And Sophia definitely has her own touch added in with her photos. So let's get into it. Sophia, welcome. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. I am very excited about today's uh, topic and talking about night portraits and astrophotography and all of these fun things that are a little bit, uh, definitely a little bit, a little bit scary for, for some photographers. I know uh, anything with off camera flash uh, used to scare me too. um, And some things still do, Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I'm very excited to talk to you. Uh, You are, you're based um, in uh, Calgary, Alberta in Canada, and you have, amazing portraits uh anyone who's uh, listening right now if you're listening live or you're listening later on the podcast uh for sure go check out uh sophia on instagram um and uh look look at all of the the portraits as you're listening to this podcast but anyway yeah sophia welcome how are you <laughs> <laughs> i'm good thanks for that nice introduction that's uh very nice of you <laughs> I'm I'm very excited about this. If you can't tell by my my ramblings, um, but uh, but yeah. So um, so for those who um, are not familiar with you, um, what like where are you based? What do you what do you primarily uh, photograph? What do you love photographing? All those things. So hi everybody. Hi John. John's Facebook group. Uh, <laughs> um, I, um, um, yeah, I'm Sophia Catherine. Been a wedding and portrait photographer for uh, nine years now, uh, full time. Uh, and uh, I primarily work on photographing weddings. Um, I do a lot of weddings, destination weddings, local weddings, elopements, uh, getting some cool star chasing elopements now which is like finally and (laughs) and then uh yeah and then I do portraits as well so I have a lunar based calendar that is uh my availability is based on I just that helps with uh astrophotography you know uh conditions uh and yeah that's um yeah, I've been based in Alberta, Canada here for a long time. For those of you who are like, where is Alberta, Canada? Uh, that's uh, like not quite the West province, but the next one over. And we are um, we are a hour drive to the Rocky Mountains and most famously Banff, 
uh, National Park, Lake Louise, Moraine Lake, uh, Jasper National Park, all those fun spots. So oh, yeah. yeah, that's 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 where I do most of my work. So nice. Yeah, all of those like bucket list areas for a lot of photographers. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you're you're naming off like a few of the different places on my bucket <laughs> list. We're like, I want to go photograph at these. Uh, the good news is they're all together. So once you get here, you, right. you'll have many, you'll have many bucket list checks in one trip. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You just check all of them off in one, one stop. Um, totally. That's, that's really cool. So, okay. So full-time nine years, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, what, uh, when did you start, have you been in Calgary all those nine years or did you start in a different place and then move there? I've pretty much always been in Alberta. Uh, like my mom is Mexican. She's from Mexico City, but she migrated to Canada, you know, over 35 years ago. Um, and then my dad is French Canadian. So he's, uh, you know, Eastern Canada family based. So uh, we but we've always lived in Alberta. I grew up in I grew up in Alberta. I graduated in Alberta. Uh, you know, I hit my first deer in my car in Alberta. Like it's all been Alberta. So I lived in Vancouver for a very short stint. Uh, but I really love this province and, uh, and, uh, yeah, been here forever. That being said, I've traveled all over the world for weddings, um, uh, lots of really cool places. So <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I've, I've never been to Canada. It is, um, something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And I had, uh, had a few friends that moved to Toronto a while back and, um, we were like, we're going to come visit. And then we, we had kids and we're like, that's, it's a lot more difficult to travel uh, like long distances, especially internationally um, mm. with children. And we're just like, okay, cool. Once they get old enough, then we'll go. Um, so hopefully that'll be soon. Although we just, just had another baby. So I don't know, like once, <laughs> once one gets old enough, we're just like have another one. So, but we should be good. I think we've had three. I know we've had three, but I think we're, I think we're good with three. Good. The one will turn into a babysitter soon. So you're getting right. there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, cool. So how did you, I, I love, I love hearing like the origin stories of photographers. Mm. Like how did you get into photography? Was that always something, were you the kid with the camera um, all the time or is this something you kind of found later on? Hmm. I love those stories too. Those are great. Um, uh, I, yeah, I guess. So my dad is uh, really tech savvy, has been our whole life. Uh, he was, you know, in a techie type position at uh, the mill, uh, the, the big pulp mill where I grew up in Hinton, Alberta. Um so anyway, so whenever there was new gear, oh, you know, like I remember us getting a computer and none of my friends had a computer. And I remember us getting a digital camera and no, everyone's like digital camera, you know, <laughs> it was like unheard of. Right. So and we had it first. Right. It wasn't like the top of the line or anything, but we had like one. Right. Uh -huh. So before that all happened, though, I always had I just always loved taking photos. It's funny because I even did photo shoots of my friends when they were really young on film cameras. And um, I uh, always had like those, um, you know, those disposable ones, uh, cameras. And then I had another one that just took film and I would just go to parties. So I love to dance. My Mexican family like forced me to dance in kitchens since I was little. I didn't even have a choice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so our small town had these like school dances and all the like all of us kids would go and it was like so much fun it was like the highlight of the season and I would always have my camera and then I'd get all this film you know developed so then when you know I had my work experience uh come up where we had to get like work experience and go you know do hours at some sort of business locally I got taken on by the local photo lab which was family run uh by a local wildlife photographer and he taught me how to process film how to you know figure out composition for matting and and print uh mm. and I learned a lot there and then yeah I just always kind of had a camera in my hand and ended up kind of just 
partying a lot after high school and I just always was shooting whatever I was doing. And, you know, Facebook kind of started aging myself big time now, but, (laughs) uh, and, uh, and that's when I was like, okay, I just posted, you know, just hanging out with my friends. And, and I think that's where like the photojournalism aspect kind of, you know, was taught in me, like naturally, like I didn't know anything about photojournalism or, or any of the rules or anything. And I just, but what I did know is how to make people feel comfortable around me and let me photograph them having a good time and so you know one of my friends asked me to shoot her wedding and I was like oh no weddings are so lame like (laughs) and uh and then uh, and I also shot concerts at the time so uh just for fun and uh I was dating a DJ or a radio DJ that we went to tons of concerts together so I like fell in love with the lighting and then I don't know yeah I did this friend's wedding and and I was like, if I could make wedding photos look as cool as concert photos, then like maybe maybe I'd do weddings. So yeah, that was that was like 15 years ago. So and here that's, we are. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's kind of the origin story. <laughs> that's really cool. And then, I, yeah, no, go oh, ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry. And then the final part of that story is I had like I had just like regular jobs, you know, like and did it kind of as a hobby. And then one year it just really got busy. And I, my, my boyfriend at the time was like, quit your job. Like we got you, you know, like, let's do this. Right. And I was like, I don't know. And I just, I had enough money, but like, I, I just, I just was like, I don't know. I'm not ready yet. And then Mm. my boss at the time was terrible. And anyways, I was like, if only I could get a sign. And then I went for Chinese food and my fortune cookie said, you need to change your career immediately. And I was like, okay, if there was ever a sign. So I quit my, that was the day that was, that was full-time day one. It's just, it's framed somewhere in this house. Oh yeah. I was going to ask if you still had that fortune somewhere. I should post about it. Yeah. I'll find it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So anyways, that's the, that's the full story in very short, uh, sentences (laughs) that's that's awesome that's that's cool it's like okay I know that I should do this I feel like I want to but like it is it's scary going full-time because it's like oh I have to bring in all of this um because I I worked for someone for I don't know five years or so before starting uh before going full-time in photography and like, I didn't have quite enough booked to where I could match that salary, but I was like, yeah, if I go full time, I can, I can pour more time into this, but it was, is is a scary jump. Um, I'm sure a lot of you know people listening right now might be like almost to the edge, uh, ready to jump off. So go have some Chinese food somewhere and, uh, <laughs> look for some fortune cookies. Uh, you know, I relate it to having kids. I think a lot of people when they're like, oh, I'm not ready to have a kid yet. And if there's any, I, I do not, not have children. I know you do. But if there's anything I've heard from new parents or, you know, not even new parents, it's it's that you will never be ready. <laughs> You're never going to be ready. So you might as well just start. So oh, yeah. If that's what you want, if that's what you want, like just right. get in it. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you want kids, like, then go ahead. Uh, because yeah. there is no time where you're just like, you know what? I think we're ready. We're good. No. <laughs> uh, like even, I mean, with our third, we were like, people were asking like, are y'all ready to have three kids? We're like, no, of course not. <laughs> no, we're not ready. We're, but we're, this is happening and we're going to, we're going to adapt and, you know, we're going to love them and raise them. And that's, Here we are. <laughs> that's what we can do. And it's a lot yeah. of late nights and uh, same with starting a business. It's a lot of this, late nights. This literally sounds like starting a business. So yeah. <laughs> maybe don't have a baby and a, start a business the same year. If I could yeah. recommend one thing, yeah. don't do that. Stagger those things a little bit. <laughs> Stagger those at least with a few months. So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I love concert photography. I always wanted to get into it, but I didn't know how. Um, so I would just take my camera to concerts. And um, but I I never went to like any really cool concerts until in my 20s. What was what's one of your favorite concerts that you went to that you got to film? Oh, um just one of them. You don't have to be this doesn't have to be like top top because I know it's hard to pick. 
Probably modest, fans. probably just modest mouse. I'm the hugest modest mouse fan. I oh, yeah. am obsessed with them. Uh, we kind of partied with uh, a few of them after. That was even more fun. Uh, but just, just the vibes. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm just mm-hmm. the hugest modest mouse fan. I have been for years. When I first started in photography, I would literally literally title every photo I posted on Facebook with lyrics from Modest Mouse and I still to this day think they're some of the most amazing lyricists uh out there and like the complexity of like what he writes in his lyrics is just like next level it's just like oh yeah you know what I mean so so shooting them and and yeah that that was that was that was one of the best for sure there's been there's been a lot though yeah yeah I've never seen them (laughs) I've never seen them live, but like the videos that I've seen of their concerts and like that yeah. is a party. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Like they bring a lot of energy. And it's, and it's pretty chill. Like I, I've seen like I've seen Bjork and I've seen BB King before he passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and uh Bjork's concert was like nuts. Like that when it comes to like visuals and like, you know, I've seen Kiss in concert and stuff too, right? Like, but just I'm honest, it just, it just was a vibe, like you know yeah. what I mean. And so, oh, yeah. um, nothing too technically crazy either. It just it, like very simple set, like nothing too crazy, but just I don't know, just a good, just a good time. Nice. <laughs> good <Nice>. time. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, and that's the best. Those are the best concerts. That's just like you get in that vibe, and then it just lingers with you after mm. you leave. Yeah. Uh, Man, I miss I miss live music. Um, I'm oh. very, uh, very I'm anxiously excited. waiting for for concerts to be uh, a little bit more more of a thing. Um, yeah. Okay, so what is what's a what's one piece of advice or one thing that you've learned throughout the years that either has uh, been like an aha moment or like changed the way that you look at business or the way that you look at life. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be like one one big thing, uh, but it could be like just just something. You know, have you had something like that that's just been like a oh, that made me like kind of stop and think about how I do stuff. Yeah, I didn't rehearse any of these questions or look them over even because I I kind of like winging it. I feel like it's more. So oh, yeah. my, 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 my eyes to the ceiling, <laughs> is she dying? <laughs> is, she, is she okay? Uh, uh, I'm just thinking, uh, but yeah, no, I definitely do. Um, I worked with a business coach for, uh, years, uh, when I first started, um, he was kind of in the business coaching, you know, world before it was like very popular to be a business coach in the last yeah. few years, I find, uh, <laughs> he's one of the like OG guys and older dude too, um, very established. And anyways, he and me both realized I never say no, I never say no. And so I think the, the figuring out, I think the ability to say no was one of my biggest lessons in business, uh, hands down. Uh, yeah, not every job is going to be for you. Not every client, uh, not every request that someone that's paying you, you have to say yes to, um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the ability to say no and, and, and really stick to like, nope, this is how I work. This is, you know, like, Oh, can I pick my photos? No, nobody picks their photos. Oh, well, can I? No, you know, like, no, <laughs> no, no, you can't. So that's not how I work. So, uh, you know, like, and just, yeah, the ability to say no in, in all aspects of business. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very valuable. That's, <laughs> the, the ability to say no comes with like so much power. Um, because like uh, I was a huge yes man, just, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. We can do that. Or, uh, yeah, I don't normally do that, but no, that's fine. If y'all want to do that, whatever, it's cool. You're paying me. I'll, I'll let you pick your photos. I'll let you, you know, whatever. I'll let you see yeah. some of the raw images. Um, no, no. And, yeah. And now it's just like, no, no, no. no. And, and, and sometimes like that builds more trust from your potential clients where they're like, Oh no, it doesn't work that way. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Yeah. I mean, you're the professional. So you know, a lot of times they have no idea. They're just totally. And I think it, it, it's, it was very, you know, like 
I don't think I could have done that in my first year of business. I I don't think I could have done that because it takes a certain, it takes a certain level of confidence to be able to do that. And then that confidence isn't there without a portfolio generally, right? And that portfolio isn't there without the experience. That experience isn't there without the years of just doing, right? Mm -hmm. So like, so it's easy for me to say that on this end, you know what I mean? But like anyone newer, you know, that day will come eventually, you know what I mean? But like, start learning how to say no, no, you know, sooner than, than, than down the road. And, 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 you know, there's easier ways to do that just by coming up with like, you know, clear systems and workflows of like, here's how I work with a client A to Z, you know what I mean? And, and I'm not going to move out of that because I want to be consistent and be a consistent brand. Right. So McDonald's, the keg, you know, Walmart, the reason Uh they're successful is they're consistent. You can go to the keg in New York you can go to the keg in Calgary and you can get the same keg size Caesar and ribeye and it's going to taste exactly the same. And oh, yeah. uh, that's what, you know, consistency is everything in, in business, I think. So, yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's and and it, it, um, it endears people to you. Like your brand comes through more whenever you're consistent and you're saying no to some photo shoots that like, I don't, I don't shoot newborn photos anymore. Uh, that was something that I was just like, okay, yeah, sure. You're going to pay me. I can take a picture of a baby. Like, they're not moving around too much. Um, and yeah, now I'm like, oh no, but I have these friends. Like I can, I can refer of you course. to these people that like, that's what they do and they love it and they're love amazing it. at it. Um, but yeah, it, it like builds your brand whenever you can say no to the things that don't fit. Um, but like you were saying, like that first year, for sure, my first year, I didn't say no. And like my first probably three years, I didn't <laughs> say no until I had that portfolio, until I had a little bit of my feet underneath me to where I could see like, no, this isn't the direction that I want to go. Uh, you know, I want to do and, and I think your name is on that stuff too, right? Like, so right. when you, when you do stuff that you don't want to do and you don't want to be shooting, then all of a sudden that, that, that content hits the internet. Let's be honest. Like mm-hmm. nobody's not going to get a photo shoot and not post it. And then your name's attached to that. And they know, Oh, it was a favor that John did this for us. Thank you so much. John photography, right? Uh-huh. Like, hire him for your newborn. Right. So it's like your brand gets weakened of like what you, you know, what, what type of imagery you want to put out there. And uh, for me, that recently meant saying no to daytime family shoots for past clients. Like, there's some that are sneaking in the cracks and that's okay. Uh, you know, they don't have to go online, but like, you know, like for me, I'm like, I will shoot anything as long as it's at night. Like, can I shoot your, like, you know what I mean? Like I just yeah. want to be known for night work outside of weddings. So okay. yeah. 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 And that's, and that's awesome. And that like, it sets you apart from 95% of other photographers or probably more than that. Um, because a lot of everyone else is just like, no, like, light and airy is a really big, uh, really big theme, really big style. And that is all during the day. You cannot do that at night, uh, unless you got a lot of lights. Um, and if you can, then good on you. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And like, I love, cause you have like a tagline. Is it the, like, you're a photographer that's not afraid of the dark or something like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> not afraid yeah. of the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny that. cause I kind of am. But uh, <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, so i was like why don't you do like astrophotography like landscapes i'm like because i have to be alone then like that's why i bring people on shoots because i'm right, gonna be yeah. at, at night with other people and then i'm not scared so. uh, yeah have you ever been out in the middle of nowhere taking pictures of the stars like you hear everything yeah owls are, yeah yeah owls are cool but also pretty creepy at night so. oh, yeah. yeah owls and wolves howling and yeah coyotes <laughs> yeah all, all yeah. the stuff <laughs> <laughs> but okay yeah let's that's a good a good segue into the uh the astrophotography portraits how did you get into that was that just something that you did once and then you're like wow i love this let's do this all the time mm-hmm. um Oh man, how did I even get, how did I, I don't even really thought about that, but the night photography, my answer to this normally is, um, so night photography period, um, 
as I said earlier, I fell in love with concert lighting. Mm. Uh, you know, just how cool concerts look, you know what I mean? Any photography of a concert and you're like, wow, you know what I mean? Like even a bad photo of a concert, it still looks cool. Oh yeah. And it's always because it's, you know, there's no natural light and it's like, it's all dark. The lighting's all controlled. It's just got a vibe. And so I was like, huh, I want to make my wedding photography look like that. Right. There's a couple players out there that were definitely doing it. You know what I mean? Already. Um, you know, so I was obviously inspired by some of them. Um, and then, uh, but I didn't want to have my work look like theirs. You know what I mean? I wanted to really right. have my own stamp on it. And I was like, those are, those, those images are cool and they're, they're great. You know, they're well executed, but I felt like they weren't very artsy. I felt like they weren't, um, they were missing like imperfection. They were, you know, they were perfect. They were perfectly executed. And I was like, no, I want some like grit. I want some art. Right. So anyway, so then I started doing weddings. Um, and then I was like, okay, now I got all these engagement shoots to do. So, um, I started keeping couples. I started trying to be like, Hey, can I do a night photo shoot of you? And they're like, huh? No golden hour backlit, you know, uh-huh. canola field, whatever. And I was like, okay, if I do that for you, can I, can you guys stay late and, and you do a shot for me after? And they're like, yeah, of course. So then I, every shoot I would convince most couples to stay late. And, and then when I got home, obviously that's my favorite photo and I'm in charge of who I post for the sneak peek. Exactly. So I was like, okay. So I post these, the night shot from every shoot and everyone's like, oh my God, lose, lose their minds. And those were the most popular pieces of content I would put out there. And over the time, I was like, why am I even shooting at golden hour? Like, I can't guarantee golden hour. You know what happens every single night? Night. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like night happens every night. I can't promise you a sunset. I can't promise you cotton candy clouds. So it, you know, so I started pushing my clients more into night and then now, and then eventually I was doing these shoots that were like five, six hours long for an engagement session because we were shooting golden hour, sunset, blue hour and night and uh, to, to give them everything. And I was like, no, no more golden hour. I'm over it. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'll shoot golden hour on your wedding. I'll shoot the shit out of that. But like, you know, I'm just over it on these right. engagement <laughs> sessions. So so that's what got me into it. So that's what started building my night portfolio. And then obviously these wedding clients are like, well, can we do a night shot at the wedding? And I was like, oh yeah. Uh, so course, we yes. would do a night shot at the wedding. And then a lot of these weddings were in Banff, uh, Canmore. And I was like, well, the stars are out. And they're like, oh my God, can you get us with the stars? And I was like, that sounds impossible. And you have no idea how hard that is, but sure why don't I try because I say no to nobody I hadn't learned the lesson no yet so <laughs> thanks timing is everything you know like right, so yeah. it's a good thing I didn't learn that lesson yet and yeah I had one of my first couples let me take them out for an astro photo and they actually were fighting with some family members and there was a big big family fight happening at their wedding and I was like time to take you guys uh time for a break we're going for a little road trip and we went right. we left the venue for 30 minutes and it was, <laughs> it was great and yeah I don't know just kind of since then I've been hooked and and then as I got more into astrophotography portraits I realized how important um you know the moon uh you know weather uh, you know moon placement was and mm. so I was like I only want to be out here on new moon nights like I don't want to be out here on full moon nights like yeah. unless we're doing a full moon shoot but I want to be out every new moon because that's when the sky's the darkest so then I was like that's my availability and so yeah so every new moon most new moons you'll find me out in the middle of nowhere that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah yeah that, that's kind of how it it, it went <laughs> yeah and, and I love that that you were like okay I'm still gonna give like the clients that have already hired me to do these golden hour shoots this is what <laughs> they want that's what they hired me for because that's what you're portfolio was at the time yep. you're like I'm gonna do that but like give me give me like two percent of your time at night and I'm just gonna yeah. get a couple of couple of portraits at each photo shoot so whether like you know the listener right now whether you're um, wanting to get into astrophotography portraits or if there's something that you're really wanting to do if you're like I love neon signs and there's this really cool like arcade that has neon signs like, yeah, just tell each couple like, Hey, I will do your normal shoot, 
could you come with me for an extra 15 minutes to this arcade that's nearby and then start doing what you're wanting to do and like give them the 99 and then you get one and uh and then post the one uh yeah because that's yeah. what i'll do and that's what I you mean, did and, yeah totally and i didn't do that with spelled shoots not one so you know like spelled you know spelled shoots have a great place in our industry you know what i mean like it mm -hmm. it's, uh you know but you know like working on a styled shoot versus working with a paid client um two different experiences so you know like i um it's so important to start working with you know building a portfolio that is that you can say these are paid clients this mm -hmm. portfolio are, are real photo shoots right so I am a big fan of styled shoots for, you know, marketing purposes and stuff. But if your whole portfolio is starting to be styled shoots, then like uh, you're going to struggle once you start doing paid client work. You know what I mean? Especially oh, yeah. Shoots. Like, so, um, you know, so yeah, those were all my whole portfolio was real paid clients. I built yeah. it while getting paid. Like I wasn't, I wasn't doing it. I wasn't going to do the opposite, losing money. I didn't have the option. I had a very right. nice salary that I was accustomed yeah. to. And when I left my day job, I was like, I cannot go back to less than this amount of income yearly. And, and I never have, I haven't yet Good. in my years. So yeah. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's good. Like, cause, cause couples are, you know, they, they're informed now and they know some of these photos in your portfolio might be style shoots. And I've even had couples ask, like, you know, going through like an album or something, they're like, was this a styled shoot or is this an actual wedding? I'm like, no, this is an actual wedding. That's that's yeah. what they did at their actual wedding. These are all actual guests. Um, but like they they've seen enough, like looking around uh, and through Pinterest, I'm sure, because most Pinterest photos are styled shoots. They're like, oh, this isn't actually a real wedding. And that makes me happy that couples are asking that now, like that, yeah. that actually makes me happy. So, you know, like maybe I'll start a social media trend, like show me a reel of only real, real client photos. Uh -huh. Not any style shoots. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd love to see that trend start, you know, and be like, Oh, I can, I'll nail this. So, uh -huh. so yeah, it's um, yeah. So I think it's really important to, you know, show clients that are going to give you money. Like, and you know, you, you do like a, like if someone were to do a styled night shoot and be like, okay, I'm ready to offer night sessions now. And it's like, you know, like, you know, no, no, you're not. <laughs> just try, oh. try it. Let's try it a few times. You know? So uh -huh. yeah. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I could talk yeah. forever about topic. <laughs> yeah, cause I, I recently, like I, I love taking night portraits at weddings and I try to every wedding. Like I put it in my timeline that I send the couples. Yeah. And at this point, we'll go outside for some starry night photos. And uh, and even if they don't ask for them, I'm just like, this is something that we can do. And I love it. And, you know, if y'all want to, if there's people fighting at your wedding and you want to step away for a few minutes, uh, we can go do this and it'll be something fun and an epic photo. Um, but like, still, I'm not super proficient at it. Uh, not to the point that I want to be, I'm always, you know, wanting to learn and try new techniques and stuff. So I, I just reached out to some couples and I was like, Hey, I want to do this. It wasn't necessarily like, I guess it, it kind of like a style shoot cause they weren't paying me, but I was like, Hey, I'm going to be here. Y'all show up and I'm going to try some, some new techniques yeah. and uh, kind of like hone in everything where I can be like, okay, well actually let me, y'all stay there. I'm going to change this lighting around, or I'm going to do this to where now on, a, you know, an actual paid shoot, I'm like, okay, no, I remember this from that one that I did for free. And we were all just like hanging out and dancing to music. And, uh, and I remember how I set up the lights. So now it's going to be a little bit easier. Uh, yep. And, and with like every photo shoot, it's going to get easier and easier. And you're like that muscle memory of, lighting um uh, is going to be going to be helpful uh, yeah yeah lighting gets a little complicated at night that's for sure okay. so. uh. <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah. do you have 
do you have any tips on like scouting locations for um for astrophotography because i know like light pollution is a huge deal um and you know if you're near big cities you might have to drive a ways do you have tips on how to find some good spots um yeah like i think um i'm not a huge fan of scouting which some people will be like huh you know what i mean uh i like to just go out and be like what's going on you know what i mean point uh-huh. the camera up and be like okay this is what's happening here so i think um understanding you know like under like if you want to have landscape in your you know your image and like the mountains or whatever then like yeah it, it would probably help to know what that area looks like during the day um Mm. you know like uh so doing a little scout would help but i did pull up a photo here i'm just going to share with you guys you were mentioning uh pollution like uh uh can you see this yes yeah so you were mentioning city like uh light pollution so this is a night where we were we should have not have had any clear skies there was almost a full moon this night uh but the moon had set already so the moon was like the you know underneath the horizon so mm-hmm. you know so the chances of them getting stars that night i was like oh you guys have zero chances like we, we're near a city so <laughs> but then that city pol- like pollution like it, look what it does oh, you know yeah. what i mean it's like these night clouds which is like crazy and like same thing here so same thing here we have the city behind them mm-hmm. um this one here is like no light pollution so we've got uh you know milky way showing up right so anyways so i think i think one of my secrets is just i don't know just point your camera up like on the tripod and see what you mm-hmm. get and then be like oh wow and just be inspired you know, I'm always preaching to my couples. I'm always saying like, uh, you know, we can, we can't control the weather. We are, if you are not a weather fearless type of client, you're not allowed to book. If it is pouring rain, we go out. If it is 70, 90 kilometer hour winds and mountains, we still go out. Like as long as it's safe to go out, if there's a forest fire nearby and our skies are all red, we still go mm-hmm. out. So, and that's what makes the most amazing photos. And you just really have to be inspired by you know what and who's got time to like go out the day before and spend three hours to scout like what a waste of life like (laughs) like (laughs) unless you enjoy that that's great you know what I mean but like I would much rather be you know I don't know cleaning my house or like you know doing stuff that I love outside of work you know what I mean so just like I don't know just I honestly my biggest advice for scouting locations is don't (laughs) yeah no I love that yeah (laughs) And like those those photos that you shared with the the light pollution and like those those light clouds at night um those like it gave you like that natural highlight to put the couple on to where they they popped more yeah. than you know if it was just like a black sky and then there are a few stars speckled in behind them um you know it's so yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And, and you can't change the conditions, you know what I mean? And like, oh, yeah. and that was, that was their night. That was their wedding night. That's what the mm-hmm. sky looked like. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think a lot of times in photography, we are so focused on uh, perfection. We're so focused on like technically perfect. Are the highlights not blown out? Like this composition, uh, we're so right. used to people like critiquing our images where it's like, well, if you made her arm here, it would have been like, a little less blah 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 you know what I mean it's like just just post it just post it like can we start embracing imperfections like you know our whole world that the beauty industry really needs to start you know embracing imperfections there's a lot of you know like us as humans there's a really big Mm. movement going out going on right now where it's like we're not perfect and that's cool and I think our our industry is a little late to that to that lesson uh I think so too I'm seeing a few more, uh, a few more photographers kind of embracing that imperfection. And I'm very excited about that. Uh, Cause like, I love motion blur and I love, you know, you know, a a photo that you maybe took by accident. That's like just their legs. I'm like, yeah, yeah. 
No, that looks yeah, like, good. Well, and like lens flare, like I know a lot of people don't like when they can see where, uh-huh. it, where they can see like the lines, like from the video, like right there, right. like they're like, oh, that doesn't look cool. You can see like the lines and stuff, right? And I'm like, I'm purposely trying to do that on shoots. So right. like, I don't know. Yeah, it just... I don't know. I see. I like that. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, mean, I think like adds so yeah, much more. Different. Yeah. There's more depth whenever yeah. you have like lens flare, whenever you have motion or whenever you have those imperfections and, uh, and it makes it real, uh, kind of like going back to like style shoots or even those other photographers that were like inspiration for you early on, but their photos were too perfect. They and, were, and they still are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And like some people are out there like running for perfection. A lot of us run for perfection. We want to get to that like perfect spot, that perfect, that perfect BAMP photo. And like the one that you see, you know, everyone buying the big poster of, you know, uh, oh, what is the lake? Lorraine? Oh, like, oh my God. Yeah. That, yeah. that lake. I've seen yeah. before. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. It's not that like nice. That like it's nice, shot. but <laughs> <laughs> but everyone and wants you like know, that perfect shot out there. Totally. And like the perfect shot to me is one that looks like nobody else's. That's 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 my perfect shot is right. when it looks like and and now the perfect shot is one that looks like Sophia is one that looks like my work. And mm. and I didn't know what my style was for years. I just kept, like I told you, posting my favorites. And then all of a sudden I had this collection and then I, every year I would condense that collection. I'd call that collection. And then every year I was like, I guess I have a style. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you post what you love, you post what your favorites are and that and it won't lead you in the wrong direction. That's for sure. No one sees like you or no one sees like me, you know? So. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's an important thing too. Cause for the longest time I did not post what I loved. I posted what I thought, other people would love. And, and I was like, I was keeping my stuff and I would have it like maybe on my website and like one kind of every now and then I'd be like, Hey, this is, this is cool. Right. This is a little bit edgy. And then, um, and then I realized, yeah, this is like my website. This is my social media. (laughs) These are my (laughs) sample albums for my couples. Like I'm going to put in the stuff that I, I love the stuff that speaks to me Cause that's going to make me different. And I think that's why, I mean, it took me probably five years to find like a style um, because I was chasing what I thought other people were wanting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I was like, Oh yeah, if I can do what they want, then I'm going to be very successful and I'm going to make a lot of money. And, uh, and it wasn't working because I didn't know what they wanted. And I, I was doing what everyone else was. So there are a bunch mm-hmm. of other people who were charging a lot less than me to do the same exact thing. And, uh, and they were going to go with them, but whenever you can like set yourself apart and then there is that Sophia style and they're like, no. Oh yeah. I well, don't and what and, I'll, I'll and here's food. a, here's a giant secret to anyone new in photography. Most clients don't have a clue what they want. Nope. They have no idea. They are going to you as the expert to, to, you know, they, they want to be moved by someone's work. They want to see someone's portfolio and be like, ah, that's it. That's what I want. Right. And then Mm -hmm. when they, when they show up they're you know, they're like, you do you, you just tell me what, like, I just want to put like, you're the expert and it'll take time to get there. But the more confident you are to just stick to what you think is cool, what you think is amazing. If you really stick to that early on, you're going to get to that, that spot earlier. You're going to get to that confident spot, that spot where clients trust you immensely. You know what I mean? I remember the days when I first started and clients would come to me with like shot lists and Pinterest boards and be like, can you shoot all this, this style? And I was like, what? So, you know, that those <laughs> days don't happen anymore. <laughs> Thankfully, know. you know, yeah. like, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I have such great clients now. I, I really, I have the whole time. I can get along with anybody, but now they're really, really cool. <laughs> okay. so, <laughs> yeah. And there's something about like putting out the stuff that you love and that you want to shoot because then those those clients that find your your photos and then they're looking at your photos and they're like okay I feel this like you were saying like they want to feel photos and whenever they're looking at someone that they they don't know who this person is in your photo but they mm-hmm. can feel 
the emotions yep. or they can feel the love or whatever's going on in the photo. They're like, if you can do that and cause me to feel this for someone, I have mm-hmm. no idea who this is. Like, I want that for my photos. And then that's yeah. what they're going to hire you for. Like starting off, mm-hmm. I would get those Pinterest boards like, hey, these are, you know, 35 different photos that I want to recreate during our photo shoot. Or I had one bride that came with a printed out, like she had just drug photos over into like Microsoft Office. Yeah. Like yep. printed <laughs> them out and handed it to me. It was like, I want to do all of these. And I was, and I was still in that yes uh mindset of just like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. This. Yeah. And you know, and when you first start out, there's a little give and take. Just make sure that you're leaving every shoot with like an image for yourself. You know what I mean? And that's my right. advice to some of the people that I mentor, but you know, yes, it's, uh, yeah. Make sure you leave with something for you too. It's not just mm-hmm. them. <laughs> right. Just cause you're getting paid. Doesn't mean you don't, you can't get something out of that too. You know, like other than money, like, you know, they're the ones receiving the product, but you, you should be receiving a portfolio image too. So yeah. yeah, and that's not hard. Do that at the end. Yeah. Work for them. Work for you. Ten percent. Right, yeah. Give them all the stuff that they're wanting at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. by the end, you can be like, "Hey, I've got this idea. Like, let's do this." Real <laughs> that's quick. like my shoots now. I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you what you want," which is like my, you know, normal night shoot. And everyone's like, "This is already out of the box." And then I'm like, "Hey, now you're gonna make you do this." And they're like, "Okay, this is really weird." And I was like, "Exactly." <laughs> I'm like, I still do it, and like now it's just next level weird. Like. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So for, for people who are wanting to do more night portraits and kind of get into astrophotography a little bit more, are, is there like certain gear, certain lights, anything that you recommend that they get or, uh, you know, maybe not necessarily like brands or anything, but anything that would be helpful to bring along? Um, well, I think a tripod is like obviously number one, uh, tripod, a wide angle lens, uh, whatever camera you use in, whatever lens you own, just go out there. Like, I I think I'm a strong believer in like, make sure you like it before you go invest a bunch of money into it, but, Mm. um, learn to shoot the stars without people in them first, because grabbing focus, uh, nailing focus for astrophotography is very challenging and, uh, you know, having someone stand in front waiting for you is really, you know, while you're learning, it's not very nice to them. Um, so just shoot, shoot some astro on your own, uh, with just, you know, go out with a friend, but just with no people in it. And then a lot of people try to be like, Oh, I'm just going to light them with a flashlight or a constant light, like a video light. That's not going to work for astrophotography. So a flash that goes like that really quick, because, First off, a flash has the ability to go really low in power, um, you know, at, where a flashlight is just one level. It's just beaming like the sun bright. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know what I mean? And even if there is levels on your flashlight, it just it doesn't freeze your subject like a flash would. And um, you also can't change the narrow, you know, like the the width of the light, the light, which uh, you can do with a flash. So I don't know, basic gears, tripod, wide lens, a, a, a flash with the ability to fire it off camera. And I don't know, just uh, caffeine. That's about <laughs> it. Caffeine yeah. and just get out there. Honestly, the hardest part about night photography is getting off the couch. So um, right. get off yeah. the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah you'll be next... fine. Coffee cures everything the next day. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Coffee, Red Bull, that's all good. Like, that's, that's what most you'll photographers live on. <laughs> yeah and watch your watch your ditches when you're driving home at night I almost want to do a reel of like night safety like just watch your ditches look for eyes animals getting in front of your vehicle are a real thing especially here in the mountains so oh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah I've got a um a weird uh hallucination deal that happens to me fairly often and sometimes it'll happen uh, while I'm driving and I'll mm. see animals. So I'm like extra cautious driving at night mm. because I'm like, I don't even know if this is real, but I gotta be, I gotta be careful with this thing <laughs> on the side of the road. 
Uh, yeah, night driving is no joke. So I think that's yeah, just be safe when you're out there is another oh, thing. Yeah. Go try to try to front try to front eh, try to go with somebody so you're not alone and like yeah, that that that'll help. <laughs> yeah, and it makes it so much more fun because you're like trying something new, especially if there's yeah, like you got another photographer friend that's interested oh. in astrophotography is like let's yep. both go out. We're just gonna have fun and- for a few hours. That's what I did when I first started going out. I first started chasing the chasing the aurora every time it be it was active, and yeah. then every you know one in the morning I would post and I'd be like, "Who's awake?" And some random friend I hadn't seen in years ended up in my car <laughs> for three hours. So you know, like that's um yeah, just just yeah, getting out there is just so fun. Like that's the hardest part, getting out there. Cool, cool. So wide angle, is there a certain uh, focal length uh, <laughs> that you would recommend? um like that people probably have like is a 35 wide enough uh to do some uh like i use a oh my god you're gonna laugh like where is my bag anyway there it is so i have this old clunker like cheap 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 tokina lens that's literally uh-huh. falling apart um <laughs> it's right here and it has been my like go-to star lens for years and I used, um, what was it? The L series, the 14 millimeter, like can't, like nicest lens on the market for star photography. And I tried it and I was like, I hated the photo. So this <laughs> Tokina was like, I don't know, like 600 bucks when I got it. It's yeah. literally falling apart. Like it's and not even full for a full frame. And it's like a 11 to 16, 2.8. Anywho, when I use it at 11, it even has like the black circle of death. Right. Uh, and so anyways, this is literally most of my portfolio. And, uh, nice. and you know, like whatever you can afford it, I'm a big fan of. But I also use all the Sigma lenses. So I do use the 28 um, once in a while. Um, you know, sometimes I use an 85 for star lenses, for star shots too. Um, yeah. Uh, if you want like that that really bokeh type uh star shot yeah. so yeah but 30 35 would be wide enough you just have to put your peeps a little farther away from you so okay. yeah i'm a big fan of using the um the 85 though it just looks so cool when you do um astro with um like with that depth of field. Um, yeah. Show, show you guys a quick photo here. Depth yeah, because I'm, I'm sure like the compression kind of brings it in. Yeah, so this is actually a Muslim couple that just got married. This is their oh, wedding cool. night. <laughs> and it's kind of funny that they're like hardcore Muslims. Like they wouldn't even kiss on camera. Uh, and they're like, can we wear these vintage plague doctor masks with the stars? And I was like, yeah, you sure can. So anyway, so this is what an, this is what an 85 looks like. So this is a 20 second exposure. There's no layering going on. This is just them um, staying really still, backlit with a flash, really, really wide, no grid, light everywhere, um, shot at 1.4 aperture. So to get this like bokeh. So yeah, so I don't know, just get out there and play with whatever lenses you have. Okay. <laughs> Cool. I love it. Yeah. It's just, it goes to show that you can, you can create some amazing astrophotography portraits with whatever lens you have. Well, and another thing too, like astrophotography, night photography, like it's, it's, it's already Mm -hmm. really challenging to like dive in and learn and try. So like just use the gear you're used to using, get out there. Right. And see, and be like, okay, I really need a flash. Right. And it's like, okay, we'll go get that. Right. But like use Mm -hmm. the lens you love to use. Right. Cause then also it's going to look like your work. If you, if all your work is shot on a 50 really right. shallow depth of field, then try to create some star shots that have shallow depth of field. Then it's going to mm-hmm. like flow with what you normally do already. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you start throwing some 16 millimeter photos out there, people are going to be like, wait, what is this? Yeah. And then you're it like, I don't know how to pose people. And then you've got like really, really wide lens putting people in the very bottom composite, like they're stretched and you're like, Oh, you, uh-huh. you know what I mean? It's just like extra stuff to be like stressed out about. So yeah. like, I don't know, just use what you got. Okay. <laughs> Shoot yeah. and raw. That helps. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. That helps. <laughs> you're not shooting in raw for sure. Do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I love, I love that. That's, 
those are some great tips. Um, and I love that, that it's, it's mostly just like get out there and do it, which, mm-hmm. which I feel <laughs> is like the best advice for, for pretty much anything It's just yeah. like, get out there, you know, maybe get a little bit of inspiration and go out there and do something. And it mm-hmm. may not be great. It's probably not going to be great the first time. Uh, but then like, keep getting out there, keep doing it. Uh, the first, the first night portrait that I took at a wedding was garbage. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't use a flash. Like I had no. my, my assistant, like take her cell phone and then mm. just like light paint on them. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. were a little bit, a uh, little bit wasted at that point of the night. So they were very, very sweaty. Mm-hmm. And there's like, you know, multiple heads, uh, with the, the, the light and it just, it didn't turn out great, but I learned from it. That, that first couple I was telling you about that I took away and they were having Uh a fight. Uh, she was literally holding him up, literally holding him (laughs) up. Like it they were wasted. Like, like I was like, we're going to have a face plant on some mountain rocks here. Like it was really bad. (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah. We've been there. Yeah. yeah. Night portraits on a wedding night are also very interesting. Like, and another thing too, if yeah. you're going to take couples out of a wedding reception for a night portrait, like maybe make that not your first time. That's not fair to have a wedding couple on their night. Like it's so precious. Those people in the reception that day goes by like so crazy. And for you to fumble and take 45 minutes to like get a night shot, just so you can try yeah. for the first time on a wedding. That is right. not, that is not responsible. Uh, you should be taking them out for five minutes, like on a wedding night, like 10 oh, minutes yeah. max, like to get them back in there with those people. Not about yeah. you that day. So yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Practice before a wedding folks. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Weddings, are, weddings are too important to, to like use them as guinea pigs. No practicing on weddings. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, awesome. Sophia, this was, this was so great. I really enjoyed talking to you uh yay this this is like we've we've chatted a little bit on uh on clubhouse um and i feel like this is just like an extended clubhouse but we can yeah. see each other that's one thing I that like I it. about or like i wish clubhouse had sometimes was being able to see people's faces um yeah but also I at agree. the same time i'm like i'm usually you know carrying a baby like shirtless and just like walking around the kitchen while, while I'm talking to people. I think that's part of this part of the part of the magic of Clubhouse is there is no pressure because it's like I look like shit like uh, like whatever I can still talk I, I can give value even though I'm not dressed up so oh yeah. you know like so it's yeah it's uh yeah no I, I really enjoyed chatting today too John thanks so much for having me. Yeah absolutely. So before we wrap things up um there's a little part of the show that I like to do where we talk about mm. Um, what we're loving this week and it could be like a movie book tv show mm-hmm. something like that it could be a new food or a tea or whatever is there something that you are loving this week not in here i bought this like giant like basic girl water bottle off amazon it's one of those stupid ones it's like giant it has the time stamps on it and uh-huh. it's like you've got this girl like <laughs> i am loving this stupid bottle because it's forcing me to drink water i have drank so much water since i bought this bottle so i am loving this stupid basic amazon water bottle with the time nice. stamps on it it's like it's it's like the the one that's like half a gallon or some ridiculous amount where yeah it's it's literally giant like my family makes fun of me that i have it like anyone who sees me with it is like you're such a loser and i was like hey i'm drinking more water like that's not that's not that doesn't sound like a loser Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i'm like how much water have you drank today so any yeah my giant water bottle nice (laughs) you um let me see. Uh, I know that there's got to be something that I'm loving uh, right now. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this on a podcast yet, but um, I'm loving the new, maybe I have, I don't know. I'll talk about it again. I'm still loving it. Um, Bo Burnham's new uh, comedy special on Netflix called Inside. Um mm-hmm. 
he's a comedian does a lot of like uh, very musical like it's most of his stuff is like funny witty songs um and this he wrote all through um quarantine so it was just him alone and like the way that he set up the lights and everything so he did all the all the songs he directed the whole thing he did the lighting the camera work all of that cool. by himself in I his little it. like studio apartment huh. um, and uh and like the beginning it kind of shows him like testing out different lights and like you know, holding a light and then seeing where his shadow falls for like different, <gasps> different things. So like my, my tech side of lighting and stuff, like I have, uh, you know, I'm jealous of your, your setup right now. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, like yeah. I like this, do- this, this documentary or whatever. I feel like this is right up my alley. You should send oh, it yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, it's really good. Like the lighting and the, the scenes and like all the, the different stuff is, is really good um and they're very funny songs um and then he also is like it's very heartfelt too so you mm. you feel for him because you're watching him over the course of the last year and just like those low points of quarantine when you're all by yourself and just like he breaks mm. down in a couple different spots and um yeah it's it's really good wow. really good watch the the songs are really catchy um and like there's one point where he does a song and then he's like acting like uh like those reaction videos on YouTube. Oh yeah, 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 like, yeah, you know, yeah. Reacting to the song. He's like, Oh yeah, this is where I was, you know, I was thinking about this. <laughs> this is what this is what the lyrics are about. And then that reaction video turns into his reaction of the video. Oh. And then he's oh. like, Oh, okay. Well, this is where I was reacting to the video. And then it's just like Inception, just like oh going on and my on. god! Yeah. I know I totally need to see this. This sounds really cool. I yeah. would really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. that's super. So bad. it's it's on Netflix, and it's called uh, Bo Burnham Inside. It's probably in the top ten or whatever. Okay. Of of stuff, but uh, his old specials are um, much more on the funnier side, um, less less real, less um, making you feel things. Um, huh. uh, like I love his, uh, there's a song that he does called ironic and it's, it's really, really funny. Um, and we, it's just yeah. like, you know, the, the opening line is my dog's stomach was really upset. So I put him in the car and we went to the vet and on our way to the vet, I killed a cat and that kind of ironic stuff, like, uh, <laughs> trying to help my dog. And I ended up accidentally hitting a cat. And, oh, no. um, yeah, so he's, he's very witty. Uh, and very quick, um, quick winner. Oh, I'm excited to, yeah, I'll have to check it out. That sounds super rad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, um, where can everyone find you? Where can they, uh, see the photos, um, that you were posting, um, or sharing earlier on the, on the video, uh, those who are listening right now on the podcast later, you can watch the, uh, the replay in our Facebook group. Um, or you can go check out Sophia's Instagram and her website. So where can they find it? <laughs> uh, Instagram is probably the best place, uh, to find me, uh, uh Sophia underscore Catherine, S O F I A underscore K A T H E R A N E. And, um, yeah, probably my website is, uh, the next best place to see all the you know, Instagram's great for what's what's going on lately, but the if you want to see the the my favorite star photos and star weddings and stuff like that, it's definitely the website. So yeah, but Instagram's definitely where I hang out the most. So come say awesome. hi over there. <laughs> yeah. And is your website SophiaCatherine.com or dot ca ca. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know it's I different think in Canada. I'm pretty sure I own dog home too, but yeah, okay. I should probably get on it if I don't. So <laughs> pretty sure I do. But yeah, one of the, yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll all end up in the same place. So awesome. Well, cool. Yeah. Everyone go follow Sophia. Um, check out check out these photos. They're amazing. Uh Siobhan's in the comments and she was like, that's the best bottle ever, talking about your giant water bottle. Uh Oh, it really is. Yeah. Okay, Chris is here. Oh, Siobhan, 
these are my girls. Hi, girls. Hey. Oh, I just, I'm just seeing these comments. Yeah, it is the best bottle. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I need to, I need to get something. Cause I used to, whenever I worked a nine to five job, I had a bottle and I would fill it up probably like three or four times a day. And it was like maybe, I don't know, 32 ounces or whatever yeah. that medium size is. And I drank so much water at work. <laughs> Um, because I had that and I just carried it around with me and then I quit that job and then was started working from home and now like I have these glasses that well this one had scotch in it so that's I was gonna say that did not look like water (laughs) (laughs) I have water over here uh, which I hardly touch Um, (laughs) love it no that's fantastic I feel like I, it's probably just around the corner. I'd love, John, are you okay if I take like a screenshot of us? I'd love to go get my stupid water bottle for the screenshot. Oh, yeah. Healthy. Yeah, go for I it. I feel like it doesn't make sense to me not have it. <laughs> so it's somewhere in my house here. Let me find it. Okay, cool. It's nice that you have the earbuds in because like we can. I know because I can still talk to you. This is yeah. technology, hey? <laughs> oh my God, uh, I found it. Okay, I'm coming okay, back, sweet. coming back. This is perfect. It's also kind of matches my lighting in here. So we're all good. Okay. I'm going to take a selfie to post on Instagram. Yes. So this is my, my basic oh, yeah. water bottle. That's huge. It's <laughs> <laughs> like bigger than your head. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Smile. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got it. Uh, oh man. That's funny. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks again for having me this was a fun chat i love chatting yeah. as you can as you can tell so, oh yeah yeah i feel like yeah. we could just keep going for another couple hours but uh but yeah thank yeah. you so much welcome for back being on today. Okay. Yeah. oh yeah part two yeah. we can do this again for sure <laughs> Y'all, i know i'm ready to go out tonight and take some photos after all sophia was talking about so grab your one gallon water bottle and a friend and go shoot the stars tonight i'd love to see what you create We have all the links for all the things in this episode's show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 69. This episode was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience where you can ask questions and interact with us. Make it more than just listening on your favorite podcast app. To join us live next time, you can join our Facebook community by searching for the Light and Dark Photography Podcast Group on Facebook. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. You can follow Sophia at Sophia underscore Catherine, and that's Sophia, S-O-F-I-A. And you can follow me at All Heart Photo. Subscribe to the show, leave us a review, and I'd love to hear from you. We got a couple... Uh, five-star reviews this week so thank you so much to those of you who left the the five-star reviews you didn't leave any words so i cannot say what your name is because i don't know who you are but thank you uh either way uh it does mean the the world they they really do help uh every five-star review helps us get out there to more ears and to more eyes i guess if you're watching this live i'm gonna stop this now you can go on to the next episode. I'll see you in the next episode. Okay, until next week, see you in the Facebook. Bye. In the Facebook? Sure, I'll see you in the Facebook group. This has derailed. Bye, guys.